This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. One of our core values here at the Schuler Group is extreme service. When we did the work to come up with our core values, it felt like excellent customer service, which almost every organization claims to aspire to. It didn't feel like that was enough. Because again, every organization aspires to deliver excellent customer service. It was more than that. It was about what can we do to make our customers and clients feel like they are extremely well taken care of, as if they are the only clients and customers that exist in our world for us, that we anticipate their needs and we solve their issues and challenges quickly, efficiently, positively, and make things happen. It's that importance of forward motion. So as a customer of many different products and services, it annoys me to no end when a company is not only necessarily as avid in their customer service as I would like them to be, but that they're also inefficient. One of my intolerances in the world is inefficiency. It drives me nuts. And so I've had a couple of different experiences lately where something wasn't working well with one of our service and product providers. And I didn't like their response. So let me give you an example. We have a vendor who provides the production of an end product for our clients. And unfortunately, there was a problem with the delivery of the end product. It happens, I know. We've all experienced that, and especially in these last few months where there have been problems in the supply chain in various verticals and industries, we get that. But it's the response that drives me crazy. So in this particular instance, our customer let us know that she had not received everything she had been promised, and it was a production issue. So I went back to our supplier and said, she didn't get everything that she ordered. Can you send her what's missing? And they came back to me and said, well, she needs to take a picture of what she received and then send that to us. Do you realize on how many levels that is ridiculous? Because say I've ordered 10 widgets and I only get eight and 
the fulfillment center says, well, send me a picture. Okay, so I send them a picture of the eight widgets I've received. All right, let's flip that around. Let's say I'm a dishonest customer and I did receive my 10, but I kind of like the idea of getting a couple extra for free. So I say, hey, I, I ordered 10, but I only got eight. And they say, take a picture. Okay, so I remove two of the 10 and take a picture of eight. How does that prove this process? And of course, we have to depend upon the client to send us those pictures. And I went back and forth with the fulfillment company saying, I cannot make my customer send you pictures any faster. And it's ridiculous that that's part of your process. She's already said she didn't receive this. Can you please send it to her? And a couple days would go by and I'd get a message. We're closing this out. We're closing this support ticket out because we haven't heard back from you. We haven't gotten what we've needed. And I would again send, I can't make my client send that information any quicker. Please don't close it out. And by the way, can you just send her what she needs because there was a mistake on your end? No, sorry, that's just part of our process. As I've illustrated, that process is flawed for a couple of reasons. The end client could be lying and not send the right information. Also, it feels like if the information that she needed to send wasn't quite up to spec, the fulfillment company could come back and say, oh, you know, that picture's not really clear. We can't really see that there's any problem, so sorry, we, we can't help you. And then third, it depends upon the client to go to extra effort who's already been inconvenienced by the fact that they didn't get everything that they ordered, and so they have to do more work. To me, the best solution is to make it right. I don't care what the process is. The process is flawed. And what is the end result? What is the desired outcome? Is it happy customers? If so, make it right. I appreciate that you have a process. I love systems and processes. I am systems and processes driven, believe me. But if you're a servant to the process and you have forgotten the end goal of that process, you're lost in this loop of systems that could have holes in them because we have forgotten why they even exist in the first place. So that's one thing I want you to take away from this. Why do the systems and processes in your organization exist? What's the end goal? What is the desired 
outcome. It should be to make the workflow more efficient, to automate it, perhaps, so that the the client, the customer, the board, the trustee, they get what they need quicker and better and as perfectly right as possible. That is what systems and processes do. They serve us. We don't serve them. Another example is of a service as software provider. Something wasn't working and I got into this frustrating loop where I went in to change an option and I decided I changed my mind. I don't want that option. I want to do something different. But I couldn't undo the fact that I had selected that as an option. So I had to put in a support ticket and they came back and they said, well, what you need to do is you need to work through the whole thing as if you want that option and you just select all this dummy information and all these dummy options. And then when you get to the final end, then you can hit cancel. And I said, that's ridiculous. Why do I have to spend all this effort to set it up as if this is what I want, just so I can get to the place where I can cancel it and go back to, no, I don't want this option. Why can't I just toggle back to, no, I don't want this option at any point in the process? And she said, well, that's how it's set up. I understand that's how it's set up. I just went through this ridiculous process. Do you think that that might not be the best process? And and there was just no empathy and there was no understanding of why that process might not be the most efficient. If I had been in that tech support's shoes, I would have said, you know, you're right. That really doesn't make sense. Let me send this up to the feature request department to see if we can make that work a little more smoothly, a little more efficiently. Again, what is the end goal of your system and process? Is it to make it easier for your internal staff? Is it to make it easier for your customers and clients? Does it save human labor hours? Does it hopefully prevent human error? All of those are valid reasons to have systems and processes in place. But if you forget about the end user, whether that be internally or externally, and you sacrifice the person who's actually going to benefit from this just for the sake of having a system that just happens to be the way we do it in place, you're sacrificing a lot more than you realize.
It is about the experience. It is about how the customer and the client feels at the end of an interaction. Do they feel well served? Do they feel their needs are taken care of? Do they feel that you even care? Because honestly, when a company tells me, that's just our process, or that's how it's set up, and I am dismissed, I'm pretty darn sure I can find someone else to meet my needs who's going to be a little more concerned about my experience. I'd love to hear your stories about where your experience was maybe not so stellar because of some system or process, words and phrases like, that's just the way it is, or that's how we've always done it, or that's how it's set up. And maybe we can brainstorm how to make the world a better place by getting rid of some of that language. I don't care if it's how it's always been done. I don't care if that's the process. Tear it apart, make it better. That is what will create forward motion. Until next time, may you thrive.